You're listening to What the Business, the business podcast where I interview independent business owners about success, failure, and all the moments in between. My name is Josie Berg, and I'm your host. Hello, people. What's up? What's going on? What's shaking? What's happening? I am here today to have, to give you, to, I don't know how this introduction is going south fast. Um, I'm here with another episode for y'all. And this episode is another solo episode. So be prepared to hear this voice for the next, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, Because I do not have a guest for this week, but I do have a guest for next week. And I'm super excited. And I have a guest for the following week. And I'm super excited about that. And so forth and so forth and so forth. I wanted to let you guys know that because I have officially settled into my new apartment in a whole new city. And that process of moving meant I felt a little behind on the podcast. So there were a few weeks, there were two weeks specifically where I was missing an episode. I do apologize. Last week, there was an epic episode with Brittany from Weddings by Brittany. If you have not checked it out, please go back and listen to that. It's awesome. But with that being said, I am back on a regular schedule here. We're going to do Thursday mornings every week. Super stoked. I have a number of guests lined up and they are all really incredible. You guys are going to love them. Super stoked. Super fun. We're diving deep into new businesses, more businesses, businesses from a further stretch in the province and country and all that stuff. And I'm just, I'm really stoked. Um, So yeah, that is where we're at today. Um, I also wanted to mention that uh, if you have not given this podcast five stars, on Apple Podcasts, you are not living your life properly and you need to go do that because you just need to go do that. I can't explain why. (laughs) It's really good. It's really helpful to me and to the podcast. So if you haven't, I'd appreciate a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to leave a full review or just give me five stars. Either way, I'll be so appreciative and so happy for it. So thank you in advance. And if you haven't checked out our Instagram, What the Business Podcast, you should also do that. Give us a follow. Give me a follow. Give the account a follow. Check it out. Um, I try and keep it very relevant to the episodes that are going up so you know when an episode's up, who's on it, some quotes, some inspirational advice that the guests give. Um, Yeah, so check that out if you haven't. Also, one more note before we begin is that I have a Patreon. If you haven't checked it out, I would love and appreciate that. I give full episodes with interviews and guests and solo episodes on the Patreon. And what that means is that when I'm interviewing someone, I ask a bunch of extra questions that you only have access to if you are subscribed to my Patreon. It's about think three or four dollars a month and you'll get all the bonus questions plus I write a a bigger description of what we talk about so you can kind of read more information 
And yeah, it's just awesome. Like today's episode, I'm going to give you guys some tips and I have tons of extra tips, tons of extra tips that will be going on to the Patreon page. So if you are interested in that, it's extra content, extra advice from business owners, extra advice from me, extra just conversation and all that good stuff. Uh, I believe it's patreon.com backslash what the B, but I will link it in the show notes, of course, so you can just click it and be taken right there. At least check it out. And yeah, that is all for now. We are going to get into this episode and boy, I'm, I'm excited about this one because it's very relevant to my life right now. And, um, I'm taking away, I'm taking this advice for myself right now. So it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Really relevant, I guess. Basically, here we go. So basically my partner, Jake and I have been planning our wedding. It has been a weird start to planning a wedding. I'm not going to lie. I won't go into full details. This podcast is not a wedding podcast. It is a business podcast. But in the process of inquiring, in the process of communicating back and forth with a number of vendors, I have learned a lot. I have had some really bad experiences already, which is just wild because we literally have only booked one vendor and we're ready to book another like in the next week or so. So we're really not that far in, but I've had some pretty, yeah, unfortunate experiences and communications with, um, different vendors and I've had some really awesome ones. So I thought I would give you guys some tips and advice and some of my thoughts on what's made, what's made different experiences better and not and all that. So I kind of broke it down into a number of tips. So for today, I'm going to give you guys five tips that I've taken away thus far in my wedding planning. And if you are a patron of my Patreon, you will get eight tips. So there's three full extra tips there. um, And they are pretty in-depth tips. So you might want to check that out if you like the first five. So number one, let's get to it, is this one for sure is the most, I would say, obvious. And every business owner on the face of the planet knows this is important to a degree, but I just really wanted to stress it and talk about it some more, is communication. If you say you're going to follow up by a certain date, follow up by a certain date. If you say you're going to send an email, send the goddamn email. If you, you know, I don't know, anything like that, do it like you just have to be really clear um you have to be really honest and just keep your communication line really open with your client um i know from experience that following up with people can be challenging because it's really easy to forget um as a business owner i like to keep reminders in my calendar that have like alarms go off when the reminder is set to email so-and-so and and then in the notes I'll just put about x um things like that I think are really important I've had a number of vendors um follow up with me and it's been 
wow, it's been so helpful. It is really easy to lose track of who you've inquired with, where you're at with the information, um, with that specific person and vendor and whatnot. So communication is critical as a business owner. Following up, being honest, being real, you know, giving them space, giving your clients space, but making sure that they know what they need to know when they need to know it. Uh, And I just cannot express that enough. Continuing on, we have number two. Uh, I just wrote not knowing. So let me explain because that doesn't really make sense. But what I'm explaining is also along the lines of communication. But basically, as someone who's in the wedding industry, uh, who works professionally in the wedding industry, I know exactly what a typical wedding day should look like exactly what a typical wedding day should feel like i understand how the day is set up to maximize time i understand how certain things in theory might work but don't actually work in in practice and i I just understand the full scope of what a typical wedding day looks like A lot of people don't know that. But it's been very interesting because a number of vendors I've been talking to have, they don't know that I'm in the industry. So they talk to me like I'm not and like I don't know these things. And I have to say that it's a very odd thing and it has made me realize that we should all be a little bit more aware of the way we talk about two people about our process about our recommendations about our services and so forth i just think there's been so many vendors who have been i guess over explaining things in very belittling ways like as if i couldn't possibly understand how it works the first time they explain it so they'll explain it again and there's just like weird ways that certain vendors have communicated with me that make me feel very uncomfortable and belittle is the only word I can think of um even though it's probably not the best word to describe this but it's just made me realize how important it is to reflect on the questions you ask and the topics you talk about with your potential or already clients and that getting as much information from them as possible so you know how much they know how much they don't know what do they want to know more of xyz so that you can give the most constructive information and advice and thoughts possible because i have had conversations with people who have gone like dragged on and on and on and on and on and on and on about what a typical wedding day should look like and it's just so bizarre to me because i just think if i didn't know like i might totally take this person's word as like the be all end all even though it doesn't make a ton of sense for what i want or whatever so if you have a potential customer client or someone that's inquiring with you as a business i would just say to be really, really open and honest with them, try and get a feel for how much they know, how much they, you know, don't know, what do they need to know more of, what's their experience like in the the specific area that you're in, and just kind of gauge 
get a read on that first before you start giving information. Um, I think it's just a really smart way to communicate because you're maximizing everyone's time and being efficient but also being effective and I think that is a better takeaway for the client anyway because um, they'll be like wow they got right down to business they answered all my questions and it only took 10 minutes instead of a 30 minute phone conversation where you give them extra information that might be good for them to have eventually but you know might not necessarily be needed now or at all so yeah I would say that and I think I would just say like think about the first time you I don't know had a massage or something like that the first time you went to a spa you probably walked in there and you were probably like oh I don't know what to do do I take my underwear off do I leave it on do I take my full clothes off do I take my socks off do I go pee first what you know you're probably like what the heck do I do some people are gonna be like that when they come and work with you and some people aren't so the questions you ask or just certain conversations you can have before you start giving that information could really help so that you're giving actual practical just like the best information possible that that specific client could need because we're not not all clients are the same not all customers are the same so that just ties into communication perfectly and those are my first two tips Yes, I, I cannot stress that enough. I think it's just like the one of my biggest takeaways thus far is just like communication is so important and it's not about doing anything different or specific. It's just being intentional and being honest and yeah, being thoughtful. Yeah, intentional with your communication is key. Intention. Okay, the third advice I have is your website there are so many websites out there that just have absolutely no information um and i don't mean like they they have like a blog and about page and a contact page i mean websites with literally no information um, I cannot stress this enough. Your website needs to have a core base of information that a potential client, customer, inquiring client, whomever, can go to to find out just a basic few things about your service, your business, your product, and what you provide for customers. For example, wedding venues. A number of wedding venue sites do not have a contact name and or job title for the person I am going to be inquiring and speaking to. And to me, now being on the other side, it is very bizarre. Sending an email into the void and not knowing who is going to be responding um, some websites have like full information pages of who their coordinators are, who their people are that you're going to be emailing. And then it takes you at the very bottom of all that information, names, faces, job titles, experience, blah, blah, blah. Then you can finally fill out the contact form. And lots of websites have no information about the place, the location, 
who's in charge, who owns it, nothing. It's mind blowing. It's like I'm going to be having a very important, very valuable event at your space, in your space or whatever, and you don't even want to give me your name or someone's name. It's so weird to me. It and I've never thought about this a day in my life before because as a photographer, you know, you're it's a one-to-one business, so you're hiring me, so I make sure I'm very seen on my website, but I've never thought about it from any other type of business perspective. But holy smokes, get your face on your website, get your name on your website, get your job title on your website. I cannot express that enough. I think it's so critical. It's been it I'll just put it this way. The venues I've had the best interactions with have had that. So I, I kind of wonder if there's a mental aspect from my perspective that, you know, I go in, I've seen the picture of what they look like. I know what their job title is. And I immediately just kind of relax a little bit into the conversation with them. Um, so yeah, that's a huge piece of advice is just like, check your website, you know, um, if you're a sole proprietor, if you're the only person in your business, you'd have no employee employees are you on your website is your face on your website is your experience your job title just some fun facts some information about you and what you do and why you do what you do is that there and if you have employees you know who's the person that's going to be getting back to the inquiries i guess would be the most important person to have there um and you the owner I guess too. <laughs> okay, that's number three. The fourth tip. It is forcing it. So, so many venues. Um, I say venues specifically because I haven't had this experience yet with any other vendor I've inquired with, but a number of venues have just tried so hard to force their business on me and to f- do a very forceful sales sales tactic. And I just have no interest and no real respect for it because if we vibe and we jive really well and I like you and you fit more or less most of the criteria that I want covered, then I might add those upgrades on. I might buy. I might pay that deposit that much sooner. Whereas if we're kind of not vibing or I'm still not at that stage yet and I just need a little bit more time and you're pushing and pushing and pushing, I'm just going to like walk away. That's how it feels. So I would just say be really, really, and it comes back to this word. I said it earlier. Be really, really intentional with your sales tactics. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a seller and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with selling. I think it's there's a weird stigma with independent business owners and and bigger businesses too about how to sell you know the the specific um tricks and tips that you should be using things you shouldn't do when you sell i think it's a very weirdly faux pas topic and i think that the only way you can do it properly for your business and for yourself is if you're just super honest, super genuine, and read the person. So maybe they really are just getting some preliminary information about your coaching services and they're not ready to book. So don't 
push it, you know? Maybe they're just on edge and they're almost ready and they're, they're excited, but they're just, there's a couple things holding them back. You know what? Go for the sale. You know, like you got to be a judge. You got to be the judge of the situation, but make sure that you are doing it in a way that feels genuine to you because it was for me on the other side, it was the very forceful doing it because clearly that's just what they do with everyone type move that made me feel like, oh yeah, no, I'm not interested in this. So don't be too forceful and just be really intentional and thoughtful with your sales tactics because I 100% am down. If you are a seller, you should sell the shit out of your product. If you're not a seller, you should still be selling the shit out of your product, but do it in a way that feels genuine. Do it in a way that feels right for you, okay? Okay, number five is if you have any information on any secondary websites, for example, in the wedding industry, there's Wedding Wire, Junebugs, The Knot, blah, blah, blah. So what this means, I guess if you're not and you don't know what those are, if you have a website, you have all your information there, but you could also possibly have a Facebook page with all your information there. Or if there's another listing specifically for your coaching services, like a, a coachfinder.com type thing, um, and you have your services there, the biggest advice is to make sure all of them are up to date and all of them say the same thing. They should all give the same information one shouldn't have substantially more or less information. Your website for sure can have way more, but the bulk of the important stuff should still be in all the other resources and searching resources that you use. So yeah, just make sure that your message, your brand, your information, um, like information about who you are, what you do, what you provide, all that stuff. It should be the same across the board, across every website. That's a big one. There are a number of ven vendors that um, it's just a little inconsistent. And I think extra consistency is never, never a bad thing. Make sure it's all up to date. Make sure it's all consistent. Make sure it's all on brand saying more or less the same things. And they can say it in a different way, but you know, the bottom line has to be there. So that is my fifth tip for all of you. That is also my final tip. If you want the next three tips, head to my Patreon, subscribe. It's about $4 a month and every episode has bonus tips, questions, conversations, and all that jazz. So head there. Otherwise, I will see you at the next episode next week on Thursday with a very special guest. Thanks for listening in. Remember to check us out on Instagram at whatthebusinesspodcast. See you at the next episode.